Welcome to the Rebel Energy Podcast with me, your host, Jade Ellsbury. I'm a corporate dropout and multiple six-figure online business owner. My mission is to help you get out of the nine-to-five mindset and create a new narrative for moms working from home to gain more freedom, more income, and living your dream life by cultivating your own rebel energy. So grab a glass of wine, get comfy, and let's dig in. Welcome back to another episode of Rebel Energy. I'm so excited to have you back here with me. And today I'm going to be talking about how to handle people that are unsupportive of your business. Now, as a coach who's been doing this for three years, I have heard everything from husbands being unsupportive to parents, partners, friends, you name it. I have seen it all. So I'm going to break down how to handle that and also tell a few stories of people that were unsupportive of my business and how I was able to overcome it. Now, as you guys know, I live in a very small town and everybody knows everybody's business. We've known each other for a long time, sometimes our whole life. And so when word finally got out that I was getting a divorce, it spread fairly quickly. So on New Year's Eve that year, I remember I was at the bar with my friends and I just happened to get on Instagram and I had some notifications from a name that I recognized, right? Like from the small hometown, but not in the online business space. And I was like, why would he be commenting on my stuff? Like I'd never have seen him follow me, anything like that. And he was leaving comments on a post that I had made recently um, talking about what I had brought in for that year. And that was my first full six-figure year of my business. My first full year of my business, I had a six-figure year. And he was leaving comments like, hashtag, show us your 1099. And then some like other, just like rude comments. I can't remember, guys. This was a long time ago. (laughs) It was a few years back. Uh, You know, just being the world's biggest douche canoe ever, which honestly, I feel like every town kind of has like that douche canoe where like no one likes him, but he thinks he's like really cool. Okay, well, that is this person. And I had not liked him for years and years. So I just obviously went, deleted the comments, blocked him, called it a day. But that was when it hit me that, wow, I have my first technically hater, right? Like that was a moment where a lot of people would probably be upset. And I will say, I definitely was upset at first. And then I got to thinking about it. I was like, Jade, you've officially made it. (laughs) You had your first six-figure year and he's hating on your posts. Like you have made it, girl. And obviously, because I blocked him, didn't really hear a peep out of him. We weren't Facebook friends or anything like that. And then someone that I went to high school with sent me a screenshot that exact same night that he went and was creeping on me on Instagram, he went and made a Facebook post, which I will read to you guys. Now, I want to preface that I found out later that apparently he was at a New Year's Eve party with my future ex-sister-in-law, who was one of my best friends. I was in her wedding. She was my maid of honor in my wedding. And that definitely was way more disappointing. And, you know, obviously when she found about the news that we were getting a divorce, like automatically hated me. But the thing is, is I, to this day, 
don't know if she actually knows the reason that we got a divorce. Maybe things would be different. I don't know. But that to me was just kind of like, wow, everyone's gathering on New Year's Eve and they're just sitting and talking shit about me. <laughs> and then after I found that out, I just kind of had to laugh a little bit because I was like, that is really, really sad. But also, too, kind of cool that they don't have anything better to do than talk about me and my success, right? Okay, so here's a post that he did. You want to invest in yourself in 2021. Buy books, work out, learn a new language, increase your 401k contribution, buy stock, hell, buy a life insurance policy. But whatever you do, do not pay to join a pyramid scheme. Hashtag show us your 1099. Okay. <laughs> this makes me laugh so much because this is such a small town mentality. They just assume because they don't know any different that if you're not working a corporate job and you're making money, it has to be, especially from home with an online business, it's a pyramid scheme. Now, I find that offensive in many different ways because as you guys know, I was a Beachbody coach. That's not a pyramid scheme. It's an MLM, multi-level marketing. And a lot of women have a lot of success with that. And there is nothing wrong with that if that is what you enjoy doing. So to sit there and say different things like that when you don't even understand what I do makes you a douche canoe. Okay, we're just going to say that. Total douche canoe. And there's going to be people like that because they're not going to be able to wrap their small brains around the fact that you don't have to go to a corporate job, that you can do something different and still make good money. Hell, not even just make good money, but be happier doing it. If you are ready to have rebel energy and launch your virtual assistant business, then head over to basictobookedout.com to get started. So then there's this other girl that I know, which by the way, I was a little bit awkward. Saw her at my cousin's wedding this last summer. Hashtag show us your 1099. Oh yeah. My ex-sister-in-law, ex-brother-in-law, which by the way, I was best friends with my ex-sister-in-law. So as she found out we were getting divorced, automatically hated me. I still don't know if she actually knows the reason that we got a divorce because she just quit talking to me as soon as she found out, which is fine. And then another girl that I know that, like, I actually really liked. So don't become a boss, babe. And then he took a screenshot that said, I made six figures last year. Here's proof. And did a calculator. So at this point, as my friend is sending me screenshots of all of this, I was just super annoyed. I mean, here's the thing, guys. You don't like what I'm doing. That's fine. But you're going to sit there and spend your day talking crap about someone and make fun of their dream, their business. If you wanted the proof, he could have just, I don't know, sent me a Facebook message. I could have literally sent him my tax returns, right? <laughs> Which by the way, it's no one else's fucking business what you're doing. It's someone else's business how you are able to provide for your family, obviously, unless it's illegal, right? But they're not paying my fucking bills. So why do they care how I'm providing for my family? 
And so I want each and every one of you to remember that if someone has a problem with you starting virtual assistant business or thinks it's stupid that you're investing in your business or thinks it's dumb that you went and quit your nine to five when you've only got two virtual assistant clients, it doesn't fucking matter. No one can judge you because they are not walking in your shoes. Maybe they don't understand how miserable you are at your nine to five or how much you miss your newborn when you drop him or her off a daycare every day and drive to your job. Or maybe they don't understand that at the end of the day, you are only making a few hundred dollars extra after you pay for your daycare. They don't know. So they cannot fucking judge. Now, this woman that was sending me, that I went to high school with that was sending me the screenshots, we were never like best friends, right? But I always liked her. We got along fine. She was a grade below me. And yeah, she was messaging me. She's like, it literally shocks me that someone, um, you know, like that woman that was like commenting on the post would do that. Um, you know, I've known her for a long time. You know, I'm really shocked that she would do that. And she said, so you do you. Sorry for the assholes of our small town who never grew up. And here's the thing is that as for many douche canoes that there are out there, there's also an equal amount of great people that are going to have your back. They're going to be cheering you on. They're going to think that what you are doing is freaking cool. And so think about this. This was clear back at the, it was New Year's Eve 2020. So that if I would have quit, if I would have hit in my little hole, like I'm sure he wanted me to, and to break me down, right? I wouldn't have this podcast. He wouldn't be listening to this. I wouldn't have helped the other hundreds of women that I have with their virtual assistant business and help them leave their nine to fives and be at home with their babies. So don't let one negative person, or in my case, I think there's like 20 comments on there, 20 people, however many people, maybe it's hundreds of people hating on you. Don't let their opinions of you get in the way from keeping you of what makes you happy and what you enjoy doing. Because at the end of the day, once again, they're not paying your fucking bills and their opinion really doesn't matter. So I would definitely say I've gotten a thicker skin since starting my online business for sure. But I will admit that for my ex-sister-in-law, who was one of my best friends, we were in each other's weddings, we gotten really close. And so for her to join in on that really, really disappointed me a lot. And again, guys, the higher you climb, the more you're going to see the real side of people, okay? Just like divorce. People that I was best friends with for freaking 10 years, I saw a side of them that was like, wow, they're not who I thought they were. And it really disappointed me but just like episode one where I talked about how I started to work on myself and how my now ex-husband would get jealous of the fact that I was trying to work on me. The same thing happens because when you have an online business, you are constantly learning and achieving and growing and you're always evolving as a person too. And I can see very, very clearly when I worked in a nine to five, right? I told you guys about how I worked for the Secretary of State and the women there that were there for like 30 years, right? They were older 
and they were absolutely miserable. But they kept their job because they had good benefits. And I was in my mid-20s, and I looked at them, and I was like, holy cow, right? Like, they were just so mean and negative, and I'm like, I cannot turn out like this. Like, I need a positive work environment. It's just, it's not in me to stick with a job that I hate just because of the benefits. At the end of the day, I would even take a pay cut if I needed to, have less benefits, because I know myself well enough that if I'm not happy with what I'm doing, that's going to affect other people close to me, like my kids, my partner, my family, my friends, all of that. And so as business owners, right, we are always doing like personal development. We're trying to get better at our skill. We're trying to be better people. We're trying to elevate. And people that haven't experienced that, it's really hard for them to understand, especially people that, and I'm not talking crap about living in a small town. I love living in a small town. We went and moved to a bigger city. I did not like it. You guys know I'm moving out to the freaking country, like hell to the yes. But there are those people that have never left the small town and that's all they know. And it turns them into, they're just toxic people, right? That are being judgmental, that are gossiping, that are just trying to bring other people down. There's nothing you can do about that. Nothing at all. But here is what you can do. Don't react to it. Don't give them the attention that they're seeking. And there have been other little instances in the online space with people that I don't even know where they message me a rude comment or question what I'm doing. I had one person who I considered an online friend. We talked almost every day, um, especially during COVID. And sent one of my clients in RSA over to her to do some market research, ask her some questions. She literally tried to poach that client away from me, even though my friend, right, knew that she was already working with me in my program. That to me is a huge sign of disrespect. And guess what? I didn't message her and say, hey, what you're doing is wrong. Because guess what? If she has any type of moral compass, she knew what she was doing was wrong. And guess what? I just went and blocked her. Now, for some of you, you might be like, wow, like that's mean, that's bitchy. I don't care. I know that sounds bad, but I really don't. At the end of the day, if you don't know that trying to poach one of your friend's clients is wrong, that you don't know that making a post on Facebook, making fun of someone is wrong, I'm not going to give you the satisfaction of giving you my time, effort, and energy. All of that can be put into my kids, my family, my clients, my business. And I don't know if it's because I went through a divorce or because I'm getting older, maybe hopefully more wiser. I just don't have the time and energy for that anymore. I really, really don't. I believe in second chances for sure. But at the end of the day, if you're doing something that's blatantly disrespectful, I don't have the time to do that anymore. And I guarantee that that woman who I used to call a friend knows why I blocked her, right? And I hope 
that she learned a lesson from that and that she's no longer treating people like that in the online space. All right. Now, other unsupportive people. Obviously, I don't care those people were unsupportive, right? <laughs> I'm not even friends with them. But I totally understand where it is very much more hurtful when people that you consider friends or family is unsupportive. And when I told my friends at the time, which was my beach body group, they were like, oh my gosh, like, well, I hope it works out for you, right? Just like snooty. And, you know, I was like, well, like at the time, I felt like I need to justify, you know, what I did. And it really made me doubt myself. I was kind of like, shit, like, do they have a point? Did I fuck up? Is this stupid? Obviously, you guys know, definitely got over that. But at that time, I wasn't where I am now where <laughs> I'm just cutting people left and right out that aren't supportive, right? And so, you know, I kind of went and did my own thing. But that really stuck with me. It really made me doubt myself. And it wasn't because they didn't think that I could do it. It's because that they were scared because they knew that I could do it. Because then I was going to take away from my time and my energy that I was putting into a business that was benefiting them. If I wasn't working so hard, then my coach wouldn't see as much money coming in, right? Because I wasn't focusing everything I had on a business that was going to benefit them and help her out. Now, some of you might be thinking, wow, this is a very lonely journey. <laughs> and I don't mean to be a negative Nancy either because on the flip side, I have made some of the best friends. And you know what's ironic is I've actually found that people, because again, it's a bigger, I'm not just having this little small circle in my hometown, right? Which my real true friends are supportive. So Tara, Paige, Sarah, Colleen, Michelle, like those people are supportive of my business. So giving them a shout out. They're 100% behind my back. And actually, Colleen and Michelle are my future sister-in-laws and they actually um, have both started their own VA businesses. Michelle has a very established business. She works here locally with small businesses. And Colleen just joined RSA. And I absolutely love it. I love that they, um, you know, are letting me be a part of their VA journey as well too. But there are so many people out there that will be supportive. But in the online space, it's you're not just secluded to, you know, finding supportive people in a small town. And so what I found is that when you have an online business, you are actually obviously able to meet more like-minded women like yourself that have big dreams, that have big goals, that want more out of life, which is a beautiful thing. And so some of the best friends that I've made that I have way more in common with are actually in the online space as well too. And so I don't want you to think that, oh my gosh, I need to cut out all my friends. No, 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 no. This is my journey over, gosh, the last four years. And again, when you are working on yourself and self-development, obviously I wasn't running with the right people, right? And they're not bad people by any means. 
but they're definitely not the kind of people that I want to associate with. They're not the kind of people that I want sitting with me, but I still want success for them, right? And I think that's one, what is that saying? Like, I don't want you to eat at my table, but that doesn't mean that I don't want to see you eat, right? So I want to see you win. I want to see you happy and successful, but maybe you're just not going to be right here with me, sitting at my table and being a part of my journey. And I think that's such a beautiful thing to know yourself well enough that, hey, they're not a bad person. They're just not my person. They're not my people. So I hope that this helped you guys. It's going to help you with your mindset around your business. And here's your permission slip, guys. Cut out anyone that is treating you this way, that is being toxic, that is being unsupportive. It is a-okay. And in the long run, it'll probably help you and your business a lot more as well, too. And I will see you on the next episode of the Rebel Energy Podcast. I hope that you enjoyed today's show. And if you did, then please hit subscribe. And remember, you are amazing, you are worthy, and you are capable. Until next time, Rebels.